Well, in Southeast Ag, Nats Ag and Review for the week ending August 22nd, the waters of the U.S. was once again big news as this past Monday, U.S. Representative Steve Sutherland from Florida, along with Florida Ag Commissioner Adam Putnam and other officials, took part in a news conference in Tallahassee to discuss legislation aimed at regulation of water bodies by the Environmental Protection Agency. And during that conference, Sutherland said while it's an issue that concerns many in agriculture, there are even more folks out there worried about this proposal. Much more than an ag issue. Uh, you're talking about personal property rights issue. We're talking about miles and miles inland from any navigable waters. You know, today we had uh, developers, home builders association, golf courses, uh, municipalities. Uh, so, yeah, this is much bigger than just an ag, uh, ag issue. And Sutherland said this proposal is basically a regulatory creep. It paves the way for what I believe is a more onerous idea of um, eminent domain. So it, it strikes right at the core of personal property rights. Also speaking at the news conference held in the first floor rotunda in the Capitol building was Ag Commissioner Adam Putnam, who also knows there are many more folks other than those in agriculture wanting to stop EPA from expanding its regulatory authority. This is going to have a, a big impact on agriculture, but it's not only an impact on agricultural effect businesses of every size, shape. It'll affect uh, ratepayers, cities and counties that have wastewater treatment plants. And we really appreciate the work of Congressman Sutherland in, in drawing attention to this issue because it's, it's kind of a sleeper issue. Uh, it's not one that a lot of folks are following. It does impact the whole country, but I would argue that it impacts Florida more than the rest of the country just because most of our state is a, is a historic wetland. And that means that uh, anybody wanting to do much of anything with their land is going to have to go through the Corps of Engineers. And another person concerned with the proposed waters rule is Georgia Commissioner of Agriculture, Gary Black. This is another example. It might be the worst example uh, besides IRS of uh, overreaching, overextending federal agencies. And something's got to be done about it. Our, our Congress, obviously the president is, is part of the problem. He's not going to do anything about it. That leaves us only with Congress, and I hope that uh, somewhere along the line they're going to step up and exercise their legislative authority and do something about not only EPA but these other federal agencies that are just running roughshod. My concern, Randall, is that long-term, the way all of this is heading and has for a number of years, unfortunately, they're going to cut off our ability to produce food and fiber in this country. That's where it's going to wind up. And, you know, they're just not looking at the big picture. I don't think they're doing a very good job of looking at anything. But, you know, we got to get some common sense restored and do something about some of these renegade agencies. And another person concerned with the proposed waters rule is Georgia Commissioner of Agriculture, Gary Black. No doubt about it, Randall. And I tell you, this is encroachment at its worst, yet again, from the federal government really saying one thing and doing another. I think we've got to be very, very careful about this issue. We've had some very... Strong words to the Environmental Protection Agency on behalf of producers in this state. That, you know, I just do not believe this proposal is good for America. I don't believe it's good for farm families. The, the very notion that yet another fertile agency just simply wants to control every drop of water that might fall on private property through just some manipulation of some definitions. And then it'll stand back and say, oh, everything's okay. And I find that, quite frankly, reprehensible. And we're doing everything within our southern, I'm pleased to serve as president of the Southern Association of State Departments of Agriculture this year. And it's really been a unifying cry for all of us in the southeast. Basically, we've boldly asked the agency to remove the rule. 
Uh, it goes way beyond the original intent of those these type of activities that were included in the original Clean Water Act. And simply, they need to be called to task on it. So I think we're all speaking in pretty much unified concert in that regard. More comments concerning the proposed WOTUS rule can be heard on our website at southeastagnet.com. But switching gears also this week, we heard from Tyron Spearman about how dry the peanut crop has become in many areas of the southeast. USDA's Ag Statistics Service is reporting this week that the peanut crop is about 98% of pegging. Soil moisture is going down, down, down with these high temperatures. Uh, the peanut conditions, 1% very poor nationwide, 7% poor, 28 fair, 53 good, and 11% excellent. The crop seems to be worsening in the southeast. Georgia, for example, showing their conditions, 1% very poor, 7% poor, 29 fair, 50 good, and 13% excellent, all of that irrigated. They said reports are peanuts are getting close to checking maturity, and rain is still a hit and miss in most communities. Alabama, very dry. Conditions are dry in most areas. The rain is not received soon. Crop conditions could be significantly impacted. They said the conditions right now is 12% poor, 43 fair, 37 good, and 8% excellent in Alabama. Florida has said they've had an infestation of army worms starting to come under control uh, in some locations, pegging slightly behind, but the conditions of the crop is 4% poor, 16% fair on peanuts, 72 good, and 8% excellent. They're saying they also need rain in the northern sections of the Florida peanut belt, and unless the rains come soon, the peanut crop will be in jeopardy as to trying to make 3,954 pounds per acre. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Griner had a commentary concerning sustainability. In the world of agriculture, the term sustainability is being used more and more frequently. In the world of agriculture, just what does sustainability mean? I had a story this week that said, essentially, there are two interpretations. One was, if you're an environmentalist, sustainability is preserving the environment. Well, that can mean a lot of things. The other was boosting productivity. It mentioned using modern methods and today's technology to boost production to feed the world's growing population. I think if you examine these two positions, you're going to find they don't exactly agree. And I'm not the expert to judge, nor the one to decide. But I agree with the author of the article who said there's another interpretation. Sustainability, most definitely, includes making enough profit to keep the man who's growing it in business. That's sustainability. Thanks, Everett. You can hear those and even more reports from this past week on our website at southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.